0: The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha. Bravo. Charlie.
1: Alpha. Bravo. Charlie. Folks, to those of you who are binge watching or binge listening to Alpha Bravo Charlie, um, I've got a little funny story to tell you about the last episode at the end of the show. Um, I we, we record these in batches, and so we just finished recording the other episode. And at the end of the show, uh, Kevin said the outro wrong. He said every little thing is gonna be all right, like a Bob Marley song. And then I wasn't really paying attention to what he's doing because I was trying to hold back some coughing. And Kevin, uh, so I had pushed stop on the recording as soon as he said everything, little thing's going to be all right. Oh,
0: no, they didn't even get me and, freaking and out then, about it.
1: But he continued on for another minute or so about oh, how he messed up. and So if you guys know Kevin like, and how he gets a little neurotic about things, he went on for a few about, about thinking he was talking to you guys. And I didn't have the heart to tell him during that that I had already pushed stop.
0: Oh uh, Well, that's too bad. Uh, well, that's, uh, that's an exclusive just for you, Jason.
1: Yeah, uh, guys, I'm Jason. That's my co-host, Kevin, the sweetest guy on earth. Kevin, how you doing, buddy?
0: Um, You know what? I woke up. I have issues with one of my guitars right now, staying in tune. And I had it at my guitar, Luthier, who um, usually does really good work for me. Uh, and I, he, I took it in for a setup. And ever since then, the um the b and the g and the high e go out of tune way quicker than the rest of the guitar so i've been taking it in so i took it back to him and i was like hey uh th- this is an issue i've been having you know you should do such great work uh, i'm just hoping you could look at it go, oh yeah no i'm sorry yeah this is weird yeah I'll, I'll take a look at it and took him about a week to look at it, which is a little frustrated with but i get it he's busy uh and then he did a whole bunch of stuff including cutting me a new nut so the nut is for non-guitar listeners the nut is the it's made out of bone it's on the uh just below the head of the guitar before the neck starts uh before you start fretting it's like what the strings pass through um so he kind of knew one of those still having the same issue um and i think i know so i did a bunch of research last night and i think i caught what the issue is but i'm stressed out about it because i'm neurotic and i stress out about things So I woke up at seven 15 this morning and was just dead awake thinking about that. And a few things with work. And then I laid in bed and read internet articles thinking I was going to get sleepy again and fall asleep. Uh, really interesting article from GQ about Johnny Knoxville from the Jackass movies. And just like what he has physically put himself through over the years would not do that. I I would never do a, (sighs) be interested in doing a, a stunt show like that. Um, uh so anyways to answer your question i'm tired
1: <laughs> yeah man so let me ask you this and i'm not saying this to be like facetious or just pick on you i'm i'm seriously asking because um are, have you ever taken like anxiety for a uh, medication for anxiety
0: no uh, i probably should talk to, no but definitely in the like the past like five or six years uh, as, as I get older I, I can feel myself getting like more anxiety like I'll just be yeah. I'll be having a nice it'll be Saturday evening the wife and I we've ordered pizza I'm drinking a Coca-Cola you guys know I love them sugary beverages or watching a, a movie on TV and then I'll just think about something uh, I'll think about something like uh, what if I lost my job and couldn't pay my mortgage anymore? Yeah. I couldn't find another yeah. job and like couldn't pay my mortgage anymore. And well, I had to move back into my mom and dad's house. Like, like what? Like, I started thinking about that, and and it ruins my night. And I'll be thinking about that, or I'll be like laying my head on my pillow about to fall asleep, and I'll think about like something someone did to me when I was eighteen that i'm and I, then i'll just be thinking and i'll start thinking about other things and then i'll just spiral and next thing i know it's like three in the morning my wife's been snoring she falls asleep the easy, so easily it's infuriating and i'll just be I'll, I'll it'll be like sitting there for four hours thinking about um things that could go wrong or things that happened years ago that i'm, I'm n- clearly not over yeah uh well, um, dude i
1: used to do the same thing and uh i'm I'm a big advocate of uh i I, I take prozac that's, that's a medicine I take I'm a big advocate of just being very open about that because I feel like a lot of people one don't go on to medications with that could help them and I, I since I started taking prozac it immensely helped my anxiety like it's n it's i would so, say noticeable would be an understatement well let me, let me finish oh, And sorry, I feel sorry like now. people uh uh often don't admit that they aren't uh, medications for anxiety, depression, or anything like that, which adds to the stigma of it. So I'm a big proponent of like being very open about. Yes, I take a I take uh, medication for my mental my mental problems, and I'm fine with people knowing that because I don't, I want people to know. There's look, he takes it and he lives a perfectly fine life. There's nothing wrong with him. He just needs that one little thing to help him. And yeah. so I'm a big proponent of like just saying that. So like I would just say to you like look into it because. You, you didn't know me back before I took the medication. Really, I mean, we knew each other, but like we didn't know you didn't know me like you do now. And I was, I was high strung. I, I, I like it's, it's just very noticeable the difference that the medication help has on you.
0: So, um, first of all, I think it's great that you're willing to talk about it, especially because it, it's a health thing, right? Like it, it's, if you had a bad back and had to take medication. Um, for your back, you'd have no problem, or, or, or not you, a normal, a, a regular person yeah. would would have no problem being like, oh yeah, you know, I take this when my back gets sore, makes me feel better. Uh, but when it's our minds, our brains, also, why is there a stigma there? I think that's, I, I, I think that's a little. Um, I think it's weird because as a society
1: yeah i think it's because what happened people took take uh mental issues or behavioral issues and relate that as to they relate that to violence they relate relate that to danger and this person is somebody you don't want to be around and there's something there and even if even if you tell somebody that you have a problem with your head they might not think anything of it but in your head you probably already think they think i'm dangerous now they think i'm you know in some way i'm bad i'm a I'm gonna kidnap a child, or I'm gonna murder them in their sleep, or something. You know, yeah. and it's not that at all. It's just like you were saying you you just worry all of a sudden out of nowhere. And I, for a person who's never had that, it, it, they don't get it. But like, it is the most uncomfortable feeling in the world to just worry. And 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 there's a voice inside your head. You're like, calm down. There's no, you don't need to worry about this. There's nothing there's nothing you can do about it anyways. But it, the other side of your brain won't listen to that, and it's just like the most infuriating saddening feeling that you can have that you, you know nothing's wrong but you can't help but to find something wrong and it's terrible so like yeah. i i just you know it, it's hard to explain to somebody who doesn't have the problem
0: yeah no i i appreciate you saying that because it, it's a kind of i mean i'm like this with anything like health related like like my back has been sore for like i picked up Booker, like maybe four or five years ago. And I threw my back out and like now like every like two months, like my back gets really sore for a few days. And I've never talked to a doctor about that. When I, uh, I I've told you the story about t- having my tonsils out, but I was sick for like two years with the constant cold before my wife was like, you need to just go to the doctor and, and deal with this. And then got my tonsils removed. Um, but it, with the, like the, the anxiety and stress stuff, I don't know when it started but it was a gradual thing right yeah Uh, where it just and then uh, obviously like i think you know covid and and being cooped up for a year and i haven't seen my mom and dad since january of 2020 i don't know you know hopefully i can see them this summer but um even that uh you know when you live um you know half a country away is is a a a bit of a challenge all that stuff adds up um and just you know uh, the anxiety about you know um the world and uh yeah it's rough it's yeah, uh so, yeah i should do that i should do that but i would highly
1: recommend it. i would highly recommend uh and and they won't start you off anything crazy what they did with me and then we'll get we'll get into the, the song here in a second but i just just let you know what they and anybody at home that's dealing with the same thing I, I i'm like i said i'm just a big proponent of this yeah they, they start you off on a lower dose and then they communicate with you via your portal or whatever and you just tell them hey uh, i don't feel any difference so they'll up the dosage and they'll, they'll do that until like you feel like you're in a place and that you can stay and after a while like i don't want to say you have no anxiety but you have more I, what i feel would be normal anxiety like that everybody yeah. has whereas i feel like you had the same thing that i have where it's not normal anxiety it is re- mind wrecking so yeah. Yeah. Um, it'll,
0: it'll ruin a perfectly good day. Yeah. And that happens like fairly regularly. Right. Yeah, like for if, sure. If I have a problem at work, I know it's not a big problem, but it's like it happens on Friday afternoon and I can't deal with it till Monday. Mm-hmm. Like that. I think about it all weekend. Right. Like it, it's I don't know. And I, I know. It, like thing, just man. Let it go. Let it go. But I can't let it go.
1: <sighs> like just I would have straight. a boss schedule a meeting for. Like, it's Tuesday afternoon, but they schedule a meeting for the following Thursday, so it's, like, a week and a half away. And, like, in my head, I'm just, like, I'm, I'm getting fired. I'm getting, like, yeah. like, for a week and a half, I would sit around, and I'd worry about being fired right. over nothing. And it was just, like, a meeting over, like, graphics or whatever, you know? Like, yeah. it, 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 and, and so I just spent a week and a half of my life being sick to my stomach and exhausted and not sleeping because of nothing. And yeah. it, it's, it's, it's just terrible. So I'm sorry about going off on a whole thing about that. It's just something I'm no, very it's good. passionate it's good. about. I'm
0: glad you said something. You know what? I will. I'm going to, I'm going to segue this. I'm going to bring it all together. It's going to be, It's might actually be the first good moment I've initiated in this podcast. <laughs> you know what? I do find helps music, right? Uh-huh. Music is uh, n- nothing can change my movies, books, um, uh, video games. Nothing That can't really change my emotions, at least not for the positive. I guess movies can make me sad sometimes, but generally like I can't watch a movie and like, maybe I enjoy it at the time, but I, it doesn't change my mood for the day. Music can change my mood, um, but probably not enough to uh, replace going and speaking to a professional, but that's my segue is, uh, um, you know, a song that make, does make me feel good. This a song more. Oh, me too. By Wilco. That's a coincidence, uh, cause a man. Cause we're talking about that
1: song today. We are
0: talking about that's that. That's weird. weird. Yeah. Really weird. Uh, do you want to uh, say your little thing And then we'll listen to it Or do you want me to say your little thing I'll say I'll try If I
1: start coughing, I apologize to everybody I'll take over Everybody, go to abcwolka.com Find all the ways to support the show Their Patreon, buy a t-shirt, all that stuff But the most important way is by going to your podcatcher And leaving a rating and or review That's what helps people find us That puts us up higher in the rankings Does all that good stuff for us I'm going to cough now, but I'm going to play the song first
0: so ladies and gentlemen chasing uh coughs this is an album a song the second song from star wars but the first real song with vocals um i love how it starts with the acoustic guitar and then like the fuzzy guitars come in melody in this song fantastic
1: the guitars tones on this album just album wide
0: they nailed the rest i'd love to know like what fuzz pedals they were using what distortions because uh it sounds so good and here we go Oh my god. This is when I you're listening to Star Wars for the first time cuz they shadow dropped it. And if you were Wilco fan when that happened, that was so exciting. Maybe the most exciting moment there ever was to being a Wilco fan besides like seeing them live. And uh th- you get into this song, you're like, "Okay, this is a fun album. This is different. This is a is this They're is the back. first They're back." I remember thinking that. Yeah, this is, oh, is this going to be a modern classic? And it was. not me, it is. Yeah. Um, the other thing, kind of musically, as we're listening to that, I want to point out, is it kind of has a 90s vibe to it. And by that, I mean uh, Pixies, the band we talk about a lot on here, Weezer, Nirvana, with kind of a loud, quiet, loud thing, where yeah. the verses are a little bit more subdued, but then it goes into the chorus. Like here. Yeah, and it's this big-sounding epic chorus, which is very much something that um, bands would do in the '90s. Started with Pixies, like, in my, I think. Yeah, they have a documentary called "Quiet Loud." Quite loud.
1: Um, yeah. You know what? I, I, but the, the, the chorus on this, I don't think it's more loud. I think it's just
0: swells. I,
1: I don't know how yeah. how yeah. they do that with it, because it doesn't seem louder to me. It just seems like it's a swell of sound. Yeah.
0: But it just gave me vibes of that when yeah. I was oh, listening yeah, last totally. night. Oh yeah.
1: Kind of reminds me of um, the New Pornographers. Have you heard, ever heard of New Pornographers?
0: Great Canadian band. Are they Canadian? Yeah, they're from Vancouver. Nice.
1: This, this reminds me of uh, one of their songs off of Twin Cinema, actually.
0: Uh, yeah, I know that album, which uh, I can kind of hear a bit of uh, Twin Cinema vibes in this song. Yeah. And just that very yeah. nels guitar hook there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that is Denver like a,
1: a Nels trademark, man. It, that's yeah. so awesome that he's so good, but like that's his trademark, you know? Like, and yeah. it, that's so awesome. He's such he's so cool. Like, I just wish yeah. I could be Nels Nels <laughs> at 60 years old. Could you imagine being that cool at 60
0: years old? Like, and and uh, Nels is a great example to never give up because Nels Klein was not like Nels Klein had to work day jobs until you know well into his 40s. Well, uh, um. Uh, you know, he'd go on tour and then get a job at a bookshop for six months to um, so he could go on tour again. And you know, he wasn't a, a total obscure guitarist, but he was playing with like Mike Watt and people like that. But it was not playing theaters like he is now, but he kept at it. He never gave up, he kept playing and got better and better and better. And then one day, Jeff Tweedy called him, and now he's playing, um, you know, in uh, um, you know, front of 2,000 people a night in every city they play in. Um, putting out, um, you know, albums that, uh, I was gonna say, uh, sell 500,000 copies, but I don't think that's the case anymore. But albums that got a lot of streams online, um, and he's on, you know, cover of magazines and stuff like that for guitarists. So, um,
1: also, um, like being in Wilco, uh, I, I, and you know, it's Jeff's band, uh, which, you know, that's, it is what it is. That's cool. Um, but, uh, so let's say like Wilco took a few years off and they just weren't doing anything. And being in Wilco kind of gives you the cred to where you can just say, Hey, I'm playing at this hundred person club tonight, 15 bucks a ticket. I can still make money that way. you can still make money yeah. that way. So that's uh, being in Wilco is a gift to these guys in the band too, you know? So yeah. that's, um, you know I, I, I remember thought...
0: his new album, uh, that came out this past year. Um, I was in my local record store and they had a copy of it, right. It was uh, on their new releases display. Would that have happened for Nels if he had never joined Wilco or, no. um, or, or, or better question, was that happening for Nels before he joined Wilco? Probably, probably not. Um, at least, you know, um, not in uh maybe, uh, you know, the odd record store here and there, but not, um, not in, you know, a record store in Canada. That's you know, the, the big popular record store in, in town. Um, maybe if it's a space uh, record store sold specifically jazz, is what I'm trying to say. But outside of that, if you're, you're normal and you're kind of you know, kinda, you know um, rock contemporary music record store, probably wasn't carrying an Els Klein singers album. But you know now they are. So
1: um, it's like that old saying or, or the old idea of the best guitar player in the world or best what best whatever in the world uh, has never been heard or seen because yes. uh, nobody's nobody has a reason to hear them you know so yeah. nels is not talented because he's in wilco nels adds to wilco because he is talented but yeah. without each other they it, you know it's 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 a very syn- uh synchronicity kind of thing they, they have going on dude you know what would be an awesome idea for a podcast to have people uh, that are in bands that are like not like even C level bands but bands that you you could you would hear they have albums they tour and stuff but and talk to them about what they do to make money in their off time.
0: Yeah. I think that'd be uh, such a cool yeah, idea. Yeah, cuz I'm always that, that its just someone who's curious about the music industry. I've always wondered about that like if I'm seeing a you know band at a festival that's playing earlier in the day or a band that's opening for Wilco or something like that when those bands aren't on tour, do these Musicians have day jobs because it's it's really too. bad think how much even better they could be if they didn't have to have day yeah. jobs, right? Yeah. Um, and 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 the other flip side of that is okay. Twenty years ago, when CDs were selling five, a Wilco CD would sell five hundred thousand copies, uh, like a like a Yankee Hotel Foxtrot did. Did were they making more money? Were they able to? um uh you know not have day jobs then like what's yeah, that yeah yeah wilco, wilco, I, I don't think he's had a
1: day jobs ever like no no no,
0: no. but because they, they were always signed to a major label yeah. when they started but like the the um um uh you know if you were the the um um uh, a member of the you know i'm not trying to throw a band on, on if you were just a you know a kind of mid-level band opening for wilco in 1997 mm-hmm. did you need to have um uh, a day job, um, um,
1: yeah. Especially even if, like, though you're, you're
0: a, to the point where you're opening for a successful band, and you're a somewhat successful band yourself. Um, how does that work, right?
1: I would say a band that is opening for Wilco today, they're probably that the, their job is probably being in that band. They might not be rich, you know. They're probably not rich, yeah. but I'm talking about bands that are lower than that, too. Bands that you hear and. You know, because you, you they only tour like let's say four months out of the year. They're in a van right. doing that, and they're not making money. They're they're living hand hand to fist, a hand to mouth, pretty much every yeah. day. So I, I just find out what they do in the meantime to pay rent, to pay, buy groceries, yeah. to buy diapers and stuff like that.
0: Do you so, know the band? Do you know the band Beulah? Yeah, they yeah. were they were a '90s band. They were kind of uh, in the same scene uh, as. Uh, um neutral milk hotel um and so they they were never as commercially successful as neutral milk hotel and they were a band a lot of people forgotten about but their album listeners their album uh winning heartstrings break uh is one of my favorite albums of the 90s one of my favorite albums of all time it is really really good um uh but i remember reading an interview with him years and years ago because they were they were in sort of that level of a band where they might only tour for a few months of the year and their albums would come out and they'd get um a little bit a couple you know positive reviews here and there but they weren't um on the billboard 200 and they weren't uh um you know um selling out theaters or anything like that and he, he said um i read this years ago so I, I might be misremembering some details but he said he had a job at a, like an office that specifically hired musicians and would let them go on leave for three months at a time so they could go tour europe and then come back and work for another so um, uh, but how much how much more difficult is it to find a job like that um, that would let you do that sort of stuff?
1: Well, I bet um, that's why a lot of uh, musicians end up in L A. because a lot most jobs that are like waiter jobs and stuff like that uh, those are jobs that they understand. Hey, you got a TV pilot, so you're gonna be gone for a month and a half or whatever. So yeah. and so, th- and, so th- most jobs in L A. and stuff like that are probably pretty open to that arrangement. Yeah, so I, I bet that's, I bet that's why a lot of musicians end up in L A. I bet that yeah. is why I, I don't know that, but
0: I, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, in terms of this, song, yeah, uh, I don't have. Uh, no, that's great. I, I don't have much more to say about it. There's no s- some of the difficulty, listeners, and you've heard me say this before. With some of these newer songs, there just like isn't a ton of facts about this song floating around. Um, but uh, yeah, this song. Um, when I listen to it, what do I feel? I feel the excitement for listening to Star Wars for the first time. I, I can remember what that was like, and that um. um because it's, it's sort of the opening track. The first song is, has no lyrics in it. Uh, um, but this song is kind of, once that chorus kicks in, um, it feels like a warm embrace of fuzzy guitars. And I, I I quite enjoy it. Yeah, it's a
1: beautiful song. One of my favorites, actually. I, th- I think this is a... Again, I, I I'm not committing to anything until we get to the final episode and we reveal our top ten. But this is a contender. This this will be up there for. Uh, this is gonna make my Excel spreadsheet that
0: I make to. So here's my request down. for you: is remember this song, and then when we get to random name generator, I want to me like those are like the the two songs that kick off this album, Random name generators next, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, And they both kind of do similar things. And uh, which one gets further on your list, I'll be very curious about.
1: Interesting. Okay, cool. Um, Okay, everybody. Well, go to abcwoco.com. Find all the ways to support the show. Join our Patreon. Get advanced episodes when you do that. So today we are recording 106, and it is May 29th today? Yeah, today's May 29th. This is episode 105. I'm sorry. 105 we're recording right now. And... uh, you could listen to that today the day that we recorded uh as opposed to whatever's coming out today so you're probably about 15 episodes 18 episodes behind where we're at right now so you get an advance on all the episodes if you join that patreon um go buy a t-shirt from the shop there's still all they're all still available there uh you can find kevin and his vinyl collection on instagram at kevin vinyl you can find me on instagram see my artwork at Hess's best, you can go to Hess's Buy some of my art. Use the code Alpha I mean ABC Wilco to you get yourself a discount. Uh next time we are covering Muzzle of Bees, which would actually be 106. I'm sorry. This is episode 105. Um, and no, this is episode 106, that'd be one hundred seven. My god, my spreadsheet's all my eyes are really blurry right now. Sorry. This this cold is killing me, guys. Um until next time, just remember, every little thing. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna tear you apart.